0: Hey guys, welcome to the Remember Truth Podcast. Our hope is to inspire you to hide God's Word in your heart through Scripture memorization. Each week, we will cover a new piece of Scripture and memorize it as a community. Matthew 4.4 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes to the mouth of God. So join us as we learn the Word of God together. Hey, Senia.
1: Hey, Rysel. Good morning.
0: Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing so well. How's your weekend been or how was your, your Friday night?
0: Um, It was good. We had dinner. I got, got Chick-fil-A, watched some TV. Yum. And so it was a really chill, really chill night.
1: You know what though? Chick-fil-A and TV on a Friday night is my favorite thing to do. When Nate and I first got married, I think for the first six months, we had like a Friday night schedule, like not schedule, our Friday night plan. Like routine? Chick-fil-A. Routine. I couldn't think of the word <laughs> our, our routine was chick-fil-a and uh friends so oh i love it for like the first six months we did not stray from that plan <laughs> like, we would not hang out with anyone we would not do anything and then we finished friends you know i'm sad we don't do that anymore but that was oh. a good time yeah you need a new show we do. Well, we're doing the Marvel thing. So, you know,
0: we'll Oh, be- true. <laughs> true. Yeah, I keep us updated on the Marvel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we won't. I haven't watched one lately. We've been kind of busy in and out of town. But, well, I'll keep you updated once we get back on it.
0: Okay, Sanya. Well, how do you feel about
1: telling everyone the verse of the week? Oh, my gosh. I am so excited, y'all. We have loved digging into this verse this week and talking about it. Um, you know, offline, off the podcast, Rizal and I have just have really loved it and have loved applying it to our lives. So this week, the verse is Psalm 1, 1 through 3. So it's more than one verse. It's a little bit longer than what we usually do, but it's so good that you can do it. Here we go. I will read it. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. So good. So oh, good. Do not be afraid. You can memorize <laughs> it.
0: You guys got it. We believe in you. Um, I'm so excited to jump into it. So before we do that, I'm going to pray, and then... And then we'll go ahead and get right to it.
1: That's perfect. Let's do it.
0: My father, thank you so much for this morning, Lord. Thank you that we can just catch up and have fun and that we get to study your word together, Father. I pray today that we would delight in your word, God, that it, um, it would convict us, Lord, that it would instruct us and teach us, God, and that we would be obedient to it, Father. This would be a glorifying
1: time to you. Today name we pray. Amen amen okay what i really loved about this verse is that it's like at the very beginning of psalms like yes. the very first chapter the very first verse like of a book in the bible this is what you're getting and i just think um, that's so cool because i think it sets the tone for the rest of the psalms so we don't have a lot of context this week for the verse but i did just want to go through quickly what the psalms are about if you haven't read the psalms they're really like a collection of of songs that the Israelite mm-hmm. people used to sing together and they used to sing to worship the Lord together. And then a lot of times in the Psalms, um, people are going through really hard things in life and they just take the time to share their true thoughts and emotions with the Lord, which yeah. I think is so beautiful because I think we mm-hmm. could do that more in our daily lives. Like tell the Lord, oh, yeah. I'm hurting. This is what I'm going through. I don't trust you right now. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. And then yeah. what's so beautiful a lot of the time in the Psalms is that at the end of it, they share all their fears and struggles. And at the end, they're like, but I will praise you, but I still trust you. So this is the very beginning of the book. And there's a lot of themes in the in the three verses that we just read of like, you know, righteous people and wicked people and just how you kind of battle with that throughout life and what it looks like to, to delight in the law, what it looks like to delight in the word of God. And these are themes that pop up over and over again later in the psalms let's just dive in there because there's so much here we're going to break it down section by section so psalm 1 uh, starts by saying psalm 1 1 starts by saying blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers Um, and i just wanted to start by talking about the word blessed because i think that people maybe don't understand what the word blessed means and i think while while, you know, growing up, I didn't either. Mm. I would say like, Lord, bless this person. And right. when I, and when I prayed that, I thought, give them good things, take mm. care of them, make them healthy. Health. Well, make them happy, successful. Yeah. right. And that's just not what blessing means. And I was digging into it a little bit and blessed uh, translates from the word usher which is that the idea of happiness or contentment, but it's happiness or contentment that comes when it says that the root word means to be straight or to be right. And so if you are straight and right with the Lord, then you'll have happiness and contentment that follows. Mm -hmm. And that is so different than like success and health and, you know, wealth. It's True. It's a contentment, like a deep joy and contentment that comes with mm-hmm. knowing like, I'm right with God and I'm seeking him and I'm following his ways. And it's a diff- it's different than what you would normally think of when you think of blessings that come in an earthly sense.
0: Right. Yeah. And I also love that it says blessed is the man, right? So it doesn't say blessed is the rich, blessed is the famous, blessed is the healthy. It says blessed is the man. So that means that it's attainable for all of us, right? We can all be content, we can all be happy. And like you said, it's just a byproduct of, of living in a way that glorifies God. He promises that as a result. If we obey him, if we obey his words, we will be happy and content.
1: Yes. Yeah. This week, um, I have been memorizing Psalm 1611. And it talks about like, at the right hand of God are pleasures forevermore. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that life's going to be easy. That doesn't mean that everything's going to go perfectly. It just means that in the presence of God, you will be fulfilled. And I think that's that's what blessing truly means. Like, Lord, let this person be fully content in you and blesses a man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. So let's let's talk about that. I
0: think that's so important because a lot of us like we never consider where we're getting advice from. If it's godly or not, we kind of just yeah. take it sometimes and believe it to be true. And yeah. I think that's so dangerous because we can easily be led astray from what is glorifying to God if we're not matching it up with his word.
1: Yeah, and I was listening to a podcast this week. It's a Christian podcast, and one of the girls was talking about when she became a believer. She was still going to her co-workers, asking them for advice on her relationships. Like She was following the advice, and at a certain point… Yeah. She was like, I cannot keep taking advice from them because right. it's hurting me. <laughs> like it's not, it's, right. not based, it's not based on scripture. And so it's not actually helping me. So I think this is so good that a content man will be one who doesn't take the counsel of, of the wicked people who aren't walking with the Lord because you can't mm-hmm. trust that. But as we've yeah. said over and over again, you can trust scripture you know you can trust right advice that's coming from the from the word of god so you're so right like you need to be able to take the advice that you've been given and compare it to the word and see if it lines up
0: yeah i also think we need to think about where we get our advice from accounts from it's not just people that we talk to daily it's everywhere i mean it's social media it's instagram it's tiktok it's yeah. facebook Sounds it's good tv like literally everywhere that's so so it's coming from so much more than just people and so i think we need to be careful about what we're watching what we're listening to because over time it will influence us um i went to watermark this past weekend and timothy atique was was speaking and he said saturate your life with truth or culture will saturate it with lies
1: oh yeah
0: Yeah. which was so good saturate your life with truth or culture will saturate it with lies Um, and he was just saying which one do you have in your life more because we're being influenced every single day i mean the amount of hours that we spend on our phone on the tv like that's the voices are so loud right so if we're not in our in the word how are we going to combat how are we going to combat
1: that how are we going to actually live in a way that glorifies the lord if we're constantly
0: yeah feeding our mind with other things
1: yeah, no, that's such a good point. And I love that. Like, it's kind of repeating it over and over again in this little section, plus is a man who walk who walks not in the council of wicked. So you're not walking with them. You're mm-hmm. not standing in the way of sinners. I mean, you're not sitting with them in the seat of scoffers, like you are doing your absolute best to make sure that you are that you are fleeing from anything that could distort your thinking. Like you right. said, like, you're just being very cautious of what wow, about what you are exposing yourself to. And
0: a mm-hmm.
1: phrase that I really love is what you behold, you become. If you behold the Lord, you will become more like the Lord. If you behold his word, you're gonna learn to love his word and delight in it. But if you behold the world, yeah. you're gonna chase after the world. And so I think some verses mm-hmm. that just line up beautifully with this are Proverbs 13, 20. It says, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companions of fools suffers harm. Mm-hmm. So like if you're hanging out with the sinners. You're gonna become like them. You're not gonna be blessed because you're gonna experience the consequences that come with that. Like TV mm-hmm. shows and TikTok and Instagram <laughs> may tell you, like, it's okay. Like you do you do what makes you happy. You won't end up happy. Actually,
0: it's you're gonna end up exactly opposite of that,
1: you mm-hmm. know. Which is M- miserable. Oh my goodness. I'm reading a book. Well, I just finished it. It's called Happy People Are Annoying by Josh Peck, which <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I know, jo- you know, Josh Peck for those of you who are too young, hopefully you no one's that young, but um, the Drake and Josh show was so fun growing up. Absolutely loved it. And it's just been so interesting to read about his life. And it's called Happy People Are Annoying. I think he's been searching for happiness his entire life. And so he talks a lot in the book about like he lost over 100 pounds and he was just so unhappy with who he was and with his weight. So he lost weight. And then after that, he was like, I was as the same head in a different body. So mm-hmm. I kept all of those thoughts I used to have. So then he started drinking and oh. doing drugs. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, if I could just be the best actor I could be, like, if I could just be so successful, I'd be happy. And he just realized that's not where happiness comes from. And for him, it comes from like his family and recognizing okay. that he doesn't have to keep trying to be oh, good yeah. enough. Yeah. And I think he's so close. I wish, wish so he knew. Close. Like He's so close. He's so close. But all that to say, you will look for it and you will not get it. You will not be fulfilled in anything but mm, the Lord. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was so interesting. The whole time I was like, you're so close. You're so close. It's Jesus. It's Jesus.
0: Oh, um, wow. But just so yeah. interesting
1: to, to hear from someone who's a celebrity, who has a lot of money, you know, just, wow, those things don't fulfill you as much as you think yes. they will. They really don't. Um, wow. And so then another verse that came to mind was Romans 12, 2, that says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and improve what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will. So it lines up exactly with what you said. What are you putting in your mind? Is it transforming you? Being so aware that the people you spend time with can influence you, which is something that our mom taught us growing up.
0: Yeah, she would always say, you choose your friends, they don't choose you. Which I, did.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's like so powerful. Yeah, because you get to weigh like, is this person going to point me towards life? Are they mm-hmm. going to really help me find joy in the things that the Lord want me to find joy in? Or are they going yeah. to influence me to chase the world? Some of
0: us can be so lonely that I think we just, we cling on to any person that like wants to hang out with us. Don't do it. It's at the cost of your happiness and contentment and, you know, living a life that doesn't bring glory to God. So be patient for the good people.
1: Wait, that's such good advice. And yeah, and here's the thing, like, where do you find those people, those good people? Like, go to the right places. Go to a church. Go to a Bible study. Like, find people that are really going to point you towards the Lord and not towards the opposite. And you're so right. We went through a period of loneliness in Mm -hmm. high school and oh my gosh first year of college so hard so so hard but (laughs) they will they will come you know they will come so yeah that's such a good point be patient and wait yeah
0: and we're not saying don't hang out with people that are not like you right because actually i i think jesus god wants us to do the opposite jesus did that right he hung out with people who weren't similar to him who had different beliefs and he loved them well and i think Please do that. Like, we are called to do that. But I think it's just important that they're not our people. They're not the people that are influencing us who we go to for advice or to look to them, you know, to tell us how to live.
1: No, that's so good because you can have different spheres, right? You can have people who are like really close to you, who you depend on, who you run to when you need advice, when you need help. Mm -hmm. But, and then you can have people on the outside of that who you go to to encourage to help to point them to the Lord, to give them wisdom, to share the gospel with. But those are two different spheres of two different groups of people. So spend the time sharing the gospel and then have your group of people who are going to influence you and encourage you so that you Mm -hmm. can be light to others.
0: Yeah. Before we move on to the next section, I do want to say that so people, the media, they can influence us, but I also think that we can give ourselves bad counsel right like oh my gosh yes um so I was talking to a friend this past week and she said I need to know when my anxiety brain is talking and how to shut it down and I, that was just I related so much to that because you know I struggle a lot with anxiety and fear yeah. and for the longest time and even sometimes now I let it dictate my actions, right? When Levi yeah. was born, I li- I literally didn't leave the house with him for four months because I was like, fear was telling me you're mm-hmm. safer in your home. Don't go out. And I used to think like that was a way that God would warn me. The more I learned about God and his word, he says, do not be afraid. He says, do not be anxious. Philippians 4, 6, through 7, right? So then if we know God's word, we can decipher between what we're telling ourselves and what he's telling us in his word. And so I think it's super important that that's just another reason. Why do we need to know his word? So we can decipher between, am I telling myself this is an actually wise counsel? Should Mm -hmm. I actually live in this way
1: or should I, you know, or is it the Lord? Like, let's examine our own hearts. Like what am I telling myself? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it truly what the Lord would say to me? An anxiety brain. I think that's just a good term.
0: I know. I really liked it when she said that. I was like, I need to use that. (laughs) Where
1: did you hear that? Yeah. Or still right now. We're going to use that. I really do love
0: that.
1: Okay. Are we ready to move on to the next section? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Okay. So verse two says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. So this section was so challenging for me this week because Mm -hmm. I just kept asking the Lord, how do I delight in you? how do i delight in you because i i look for things to delight me i look for delight and joy in so many other different places mm-hmm. for me this is i'm confessing it's in clothing i can spend hours and hours scrolling Scroll. on a website looking, looking, at their looking clothes and
0: looking then never clothes.
1: buying anything i do that Do yeah. you do that i do yeah. of course of course, I, I don't have unlimited amounts of money. Like, But I just scroll and scroll hoping that I will find something that I think I will look beautiful in Aww. and that will make me happy. And guess what? It shows up at my door. I wear it and then it's gone. The feeling's gone. Like one time. Yeah. You know, and I don't look in the mirror and think, oh my gosh, I'm so beautiful. Like I love myself more now because of this. It's so fleeting. So fleeting. So fleeting. So. I don't know, just the thought of like delighting in the Lord. So I was looking up at the word delight this week, and it means finding in, or the feeling of extreme pleasure, satisfaction, or joy. Extreme pleasure. And then it says that the, at the core of delighting is love. Love is at the core of delighting. So like, do I truly love the law of the Lord? Do I truly love him so much so that all day and night I am meditating on it? And that was just so convicting and so hard because I desire that, but well, let's see. Am I being honest? I think that I want to be that way. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't put in the work to do that. I don't put mm-hmm. in the work to delight in him because I will yeah. I will scroll for hours looking for something that I want to wear and and what does that truly say if i'm spending my time doing that and not in the word of god and not speaking to him like am i really putting in the effort to delight in him
0: that reminds me of a conversation that trevor and i had this week i've really been struggling in this season of motherhood to be honest like it's just been very hard and so if there's anybody out there listening if you're struggling in motherhood like you're not alone I think social media can make it seem very easy or just like Mm -hmm. the happiest moment of your life. Yes, I love him so much. I am happy a lot of the times, but it is very difficult. And I've just been struggling with finding content and being a stay-at-home mom. And my husband, Trevor, he's noticed just a shift in my mindset, in my mood. And I was talking to him and I'm, I'm reading the word. Like, I don't know what's going on. I feel like there's a disconnect. And he was telling me, he's like, you need to meditate on the mm. word of God and mm-hmm. meditating is different than just reading it but meditating means to like carefully think about it to yeah. fill fill your mind with the word of God at all times of the day and mm-hmm. I was just doing it once a day and then forgetting about it so it wasn't actually making an impact on my day-to-day and I also think to delight in, in the Lord sometimes it requires discipline I think before delight You just Mm -hmm. have to decide, I'm not going to scroll. I'm going to read my Bible because I know that good will come from this.
1: Growing up, someone taught us to pray like, Lord, give me the desire to want to spend time with you. You Like, help me want you more. Or if you don't even want to want him, Lord, help me want to want you. Right. And so I think that's exactly what we should be praying when we don't feel like, delighting in him when when reading the word is more of a chore be disciplined be the person who does what they don't want to do knowing that it's going to be good for them you know knowing that in the future it's just going to bring so much joy the blessedness that we're reading about
0: yeah i also think that really tough seasons kind of make you desperate for the word of god because there's just nothing else that will satisfy i mean never there really never is anything that will satisfy, but we believe it more in other seasons. I think that oh, I'm okay without the word of God, and so basically that's what Trevor was saying. Like, just be desperate for the word. Like any moment that you have free, and when you're tempted to get on your phone and scroll or look at clothes, read the word of God
1: because at this point,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you can't I mean, afford
0: not to. You can't afford
1: not to. That's you know, so true. You can't afford not to. And I think once you've tried it, you know it doesn't work. So don't let Satan like trick you again, and be like, try to find it here, try to find joy here, try to find delight here. You've done it, and you and you still are there. Don't Mm -hmm. run back to those things; they're just not worth it. So I want to talk a little bit about meditating. Like, what does that actually look like? So Trevor, you know, was encouraging you. Don't just read the word in the morning and then forget about it. So what do you think that actually looks like? Like to meditate on the word throughout the day? I think it means
0: like reciting. Maybe it's a, a verse or something, but reciting it over yourself, thinking about the words. I, I think it's believing that it's true for yourself. Because I I can know these words, I can memorize these words, but unless I actually believe God wrote these words for me, this is true for me, I can be content, I can have joy, even in the midst of a hard season, because he promises that if I'm in him, I will get that, Yeah. then... If I believe it, then I, I think it'll it will come true,
1: you know. And it makes it. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's so right because there's so many times when we read, we come across something in the Word, and we read it in our quiet time. We're like, "Yes, Lord." And then later, <laughs> and later those lies start popping up, and we don't do a thing to defeat them. Like we don't do a thing right. to go back to the Word. So, yeah, I think knowing it so reciting it over yourself which I think this is why we started this podcast Mm -hmm. know the word so in the times of trouble you can recite it to yourself and Mm -hmm. and fight the lies with truth and fight to believe it but also I think that it's carefully thinking about it in your times in the morning or whenever you read the word really look at what the Lord is saying carefully think about each word Pray about each word and see how you can apply it in your life. Like really Mm -hmm. take the time to think about it. Don't just rush through it. it. Don't just read it. There's the verses that talk about like looking yourself in the mirror and then walking away and forgetting. Like don't do that with a word. Don't just read it and run away. But really think in what areas do I need to apply this? And what areas mm-hmm. do you see in my life that I am not doing this? How can I be sharpened, mm-hmm. or how can I encourage somebody else with this? So truly, I just think meditating is thinking about it deeply. I loved this quote that I that I read. And when people think about meditation, they think about emptying their mind. Let me not think about anything. Right. But in Christian meditation, the goal is to fill your mind. Like you are right. filling, opposite. Yes, your mind with something because this is what you want to be thinking about all day. Yeah, it doesn't do us any good if we just read it. You have to feed on it. You have to digest it. You have to think about it deeply, which is just, it's again, like a discipline. It's a hard thing to do, but it really will have the outcome, I think, of helping us find delight in the Word and in his law.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And the last part of that just says meditating on it day and night. Any chance that you get as you're going by your day, remind yourself of the word.
1: Yeah, day and night. You need this all day. Meditate, meditate on the word of
0: God. So okay. the last part of this verse, basically it's like, if you do this, then this will happen. <laughs> it says, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. Okay. And so when I think about a tree planted by water, I think about a tree that constantly has everything that it needs. Mm-hmm. It's by the source, right? It's it's strong it's full of life, it yields fruit, it's never needy because it's constantly being fed what it needs. And that reminded me of John 15, 5, when it says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So if we remain in the word of God, we will see that our life will bear fruit. But if we don't, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be prosperous, it's not gonna yield fruit. And so we need to be constantly by the source, which is which is the Lord
1: and his word. Yeah, that's so good. And I just when I think about a tree, I oh my gosh, my favorite part of nature used to be trees because I would walk and I would see one and just see how big and firm it was like it just made me feel protected like they're just so strong and so thick and yeah beautiful and big and it's firmly planted like you said it's always this tree is always by the source so because of that it's just firm and strong and rooted in in christ and so i just love that picture like it's not going to be a tree that falls in a storm it's not going to break easily it's not going to be fragile it's going to be able to withstand Mm -hmm really hard things in life. It's not going to wither That's what it says. It's sleep does not wither. And all that it does, it's pros- It prospers mm-hmm. and it yields fruit. That's just amazing to think of us being people who are always by the source or always connected to the Lord. We don't wither in hard times and mm-hmm. we're able to yield fruit. Like the fruit of the spirit is visible in our lives because we're so dependent mm-hmm. on him.
0: Yeah. When it says in all that he does, he prospers, I feel like, again, we can be tempted to think that prosperous means like blessing, like we meant earlier, like Mm -hmm. we said earlier, it means being rich, it means being
1: famous, it means being healthy, but it doesn't mean that. What it means is that no matter what the circumstance is in your life, that God will be able to bring forth something good from it. So remind me of Romans 8.28 that says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So it's not promising that life will be easy. It's not promising that if you are close to the vine every day that you're going to have the most amazing life that you're just going to love every day. But what it means is that you are going to be secure, planted in him, firm in him. And so that you know yeah. that regardless of your circumstances, you are loved by him and he will work everything for your good. And it may not be something that you get to see on this side yeah. of heaven, but you, but you live in that way knowing he's got me like one day there will be no more tears. One day there'll be no more sorrow. It will all be in the way that he wanted. It'll be perfect. And so really I just think that, yeah, you prosper by being close to the Lord by trusting in him, by knowing that he's your security. Mm-hmm. So we've come to the end of our verse, and we're just going to do a quick recap of it because it was three three different verses. Blessed is the man who isn't influenced by the world, who isn't influenced mm-hmm. by the wicked, but who really takes the time to ask, where am I seeking counsel? Am I seeking counsel from the world, from the people who don't know the Lord, or am I seeking counsel from him, from him directly, from him, from the source, from the word? Am I delighting in his law? Am I really taking time to think about it deeply, to meditate on it day and night? Because again, if you just read the word and run away, it's not going to do much. But if you really take the time to read it, to meditate on it, to digest it, then you then you will be blessed. And then what is the outcome of you sitting with the source all day? It's You're going to be like a tree planted by streams of water. You're going to yield fruit. You're not going to wither in hard times. You're going to be strong and firm in the Lord and you're going to prosper, not again, not in the way the Lord would think, but you're going to be content. At the end of your your life, you're going to, you're going to say that you had all you needed because you had Jesus in the in the hard times. You will be fulfilled. You will be content because the Lord will be your portion. So the, yeah, that's that's the verses for this week. We're so excited for you to meditate on them with us, to apply them to your daily life. Yeah, to learn how to hopefully delight in the Lord and then see, see the good that comes from that.
0: Senna, I've enjoyed so much doing this with you. I
1: have too. This has been (laughs) so fun. Everyone come back next week to see the next verse that we'll be meditating on and memorizing. We love you guys. Spend time with the Lord this week meditating with Him.
0: Alrighty. We will see you guys next week.
1: Have a great week. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. And follow us on Instagram at remember.truth and you can join our Remember Truth Facebook group. The purpose of the group is to foster accountability and create community around memorizing scripture. Click the link in our show notes and head over to join. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so you never miss an episode. See you guys next week.